This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Good evening and welcome to show number four. <laughs> it's been one of those days. So if I'm losing my voice, I apologise. But welcome along. It's the last match this weekend. We're away at West Ham and then we've got the World Cup. Are we going to do well? Me and little voice the Fox here think we can going to get three points. This is the West Ham United Leicester City preview show. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Welcome along. It's time. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts.
Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host. Right, Chris. Right, again. Welcome back. So, show number four, third one on my channel. I think I've just about got a voice left. Uh, How the devil are you? Fox is with me. Just there. Uh, He's he's looking quite happy. I think he's feeling confident. Uh, Let me just rearrange myself, um, as the actress said to the Archbishop. Um, Yeah, we are going to the London Stadium this weekend. Hmm. Not always the most uh, happiest of hunting ground for us all, but do you reckon we can uh, nail the hammers this weekend? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I promise you that's my last one. <laughs> you know, you know it's not going to be. Uh, Craig is going to be joining us at nine o'clock. We're going to be having a chat about the game this weekend. And of course, we will, as we always do, be picking our team. Uh, congratulations to Madison for making the England team. Now, look, we've had two shows. We had the new show earlier when that was all discussed. And before that, we had a whole show on the England squad. And obviously, it was discussed there. So we're not going to be discussing Madison and England in this show. Um, <laughs> Doug, an oh dear coming from you for a bad joke. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's like, but you know. <laughs> yeah, never mind, dog. Never mind. <laughs> you know it'll get worse. You know it will. Welcome along, Doug. <laughs> Doug's going to be joining me, a special on Sunday, by the way, just to let you know. A special on Sunday, um, Lancashire Derby. I actually lived in Burnley for two years. All my four kids were born in Burnley. Um, and yeah, I also worked for Blackburn Rovers. Yeah, I know I had a death wish. Uh, I worked for Blackburn Rovers for four, um, for uh, four, six months, something like that. So uh, a bit of a, hmm, for me, um, I said, I want Burnley. I didn't really. Uh, they, were, they were a bit, very clicky at Blackburn Rovers. So I didn't enjoy my time there, hence the six months. So uh, I will be doing a watch along, along with the said Doug. Um, we will be doing that from 12 o'clock on the Sunday. But... Before that, game of the weekend, and can I just say, Doug, obviously, great friend of the channel, um, he's a Liverpool fan, you lucky bastards, uh, <laughs> that's all I can say. Um, you, I mean, I, you lost to Leeds for us, you lost to Forest for us, at least you managed eventually to put Derby to the sword. Terrible. Terrible. But look, let's talk West Ham Leicester. Let me get comfy because I'm sat. Oh, there we go. That's better. I was sat on a bit of a um <laughs> bit of a cushion there. Wasn't very comfy. Anyway, look, let us uh, I've had a I've had a rearrange and it hasn't really worked out very well. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we do. Uh watch us where's the draw tonight? In the draw is at 10 o'clock. Um gotta be honest with you, Doug. If we get you, I'm not worried. You know, we we just played the the, the other half of um, the, the the better the better half of Liverpool, um, and we we demolished them. So, you know, if you can't get past Liverpool, if, if Liverpool can't get past Forest or uh, Leeds, bring it on. 
Yeah, right. I'm going to regret saying that, aren't I? Right, let's just have a look. Let's start here. As you know, before we get everybody in, we've got we've got Jake coming in from West Ham unofficial. We've got, hence the early start, because obviously he's young and he's got to get to bed. Uh, and it's a school night. And we've got Rob coming in from uh, Forge from Iron once he's finished his show at the moment. Uh, and I have to say, I have to say that we, I am having a little bit of problem with the internet. So every now and again, it kind of clicks onto an, 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 another show. I don't know sort of, you know, what that show is. But if it happens, it's not my fault. Okay? I'm just, I'm just saying that before they come in. Anyway, here we go. Uh, I, I wouldn't have thought, I was not expecting to be saying that when we played West Ham, which was always going to obviously the last game before the World Cup, that it would be 14th playing 15th. We're both on 14 points. Um, we are one goal better off. We're minus two. They are minus three. We are scoring like mad. We've got 23 goals, but we also were conceding. Of course, the big thing is we're not conceding now because um, we're keeping the clean sheets. It's because we've got the Welsh international goalkeeper, isn't it? Uh, West Ham struggling to score. They've only got 12 goals, but they've only consorted 15. <laughs> it's interesting. The worrying thing is now, for me, and I don't know how you guys feel, but for me, I don't want to be in that bottom three for the World Cup. And I know it's, you know, it's not even a... It's, just over halfway, not even, well, maybe just over a third of the way of the season. But I don't want to be sat there for the next five weeks looking at us in the bottom half. That's why I need to win. Well, why we need to win, I should say. Um, and these are the games that are coming up this weekend. Like I say, Forest have got Palace. Now, Palace are in the top half of the table. That's not... That's not a guaranteed win for Palace, you know. That's to say, I think Forrest will definitely get the 11 points uh, to, to equal Derby's record and beat it before the end of the season. Um, I didn't have them going down. I still don't think they will. I think once, I think this World Cup break has come at a great time for Forrest because it will give them a chance to get all these new players that they signed to get to know each other. Obviously, some of them are off to the World Cup. Uh, but that's not guaranteed. So, Forrest, I mean, you know, look at that. I mean, all right, they need to have a big win, but they could they could equal sort of Bournemouth for points. Um, so that's Forest to play Leeds and Leeds. They're fifteenth. They're away to Tottenham. I actually fancy Leeds to do that, you know. Southampton, Liverpool. I mean, come on, Liverpool. Right, Liverpool dog. You've you've had Forest. You let me down. You've had Leeds. You let me down. You just sneak through squeaky bum time against Derby. If you do not beat Southampton, who have just sacked the manager, if you do not do that for us, and I'm, I'm, I am never, ever talking to you again. I'm going to go up personally, up to the north of England. I am going to rebuild the bloody Adrian's Wall. If you do not do that for us. Um, <laughs> Bournemouth have got Everton... I mean, which way is that going to go? A draw would suit us best, and I think it might have nil-nil written all over it, that one. Uh, and Wolves, Arsenal. Yeah, and just talking of Arsenal, I did say earlier, so I don't want to sort of labour the point, but thoughts going out to Molina. Fingers crossed for you, Mel. You're strong. 
come on, pull through for us. Arsenal, the leaders are hosting Wolves. Got a new manager in. Will it make any difference? Probably not. Probably not. Um, a win would be nice, but I'd be happy with a draw against the wet spam. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you are saying. Luke's in the true red. Just imagine if we get uh, Leicester at City Ground, possibly a repeat of last season's FA Cup. Could be, could be, or it could be a repeat of uh, earlier on in the season's league game. Who knows, Luke? Who knows? Uh, and Anthony Christie, you think Arsenal will be top still before the World Cup starts? Anthony, if you do not beat Wolverhampton Wanderers, I know you're away, but if you do not beat Wolverhampton Wanderers, you don't deserve to be top. Um, this is our record, head-to-head. And it's a bit early for some head, but we're going to do head-to-head -head here. 30 times we've met each other in the Premier League. This is just within the Premier League years. We've met them 30 times. Uh, West Ham have won 14. We've won nine. They are a bit of a bogey team. Uh, they've won nine at home. We've only won four away. And we've had seven draws. You like your draws, Anthony, don't you? But that's another story. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not... I wouldn't have been confident, but I kind of am. Having seen how West Ham, West Ham are doing great in Europe, but they are struggling, struggling in the Premier League this season. And I'm surprised. I said they're going to be like this last season. They weren't. They surprised me. They still qualified for Europe. Well done for that. But And we'll, we'll ask the guys when they come in. But I think some of the natives are getting a bit restless down at London Stadium. We will see. But they, they have proved to be a bogey team. Um, recently, well, last season's meetings, um, yeah, should we, should we quickly move on? <laughs> we, got a, we got a point at our place uh, in February, uh, back in August. We didn't have a good start to the season. We know it. And I think Antonio's cardboard cutout got a hat-trick that day. They beat us 4-1. And in all fairness, they deserved it. Uh, yes, that's another stream. Um, not, a, not a problem. I'll bring you in in a second, Jake. I'll bring you in in a second. We've got another another West Ham guy coming in as well. So this is the form going into tonight's show. Um, one win for West Ham, and that was against Bournemouth. Forgetting, you know, not including Europe. Uh, drew with Southampton. Lost to Liverpool, but only by the one goal. Fair play to them again to Manchester United, and a surprise loss to Crystal Palace. We, on the other hand, while West Ham have only won one, we have drawn one. Uh, we've only lost one, sorry, I should say. Uh, and that was obviously to Manchester City, which, fair enough, you know. But uh, just off the screen there, but I should point out anyway, because Luke's in, we did manage to beat Nottingham Forest 4-0. Just thought I'd mention that. Just thought I would mention that for you, Luke. Um and let us have a look. Uh, in fact, that would have helped if I'd uh, put that screen up. You could have seen what I was talking about then. <laughs> oh, this is my fourth show tonight. What do you expect? What do you expect? Um, this, now, the, I, I always find this graph very interesting because you can see when we score goals and you can see when we concede goals. So our best chance of getting a few goals is just before half time. We wait till about just before half time. We could probably get a couple past West Ham, but then we'll come out for the second half, and they'll probably get a couple past us because that's, that's what the graph says. Um, 
Having said that, it's the whole proverbial brothel scoring in it at the moment, isn't it, for West Ham? Uh, there you can see the stats as they compare. Uh, pretty pretty equal, to be honest with you. Um, and if you look at the... Uh, I should have gone to Specsavers. Um, 6.5 our average player rating, 6.7 for... Um, no, sorry, 6. Point, 6.5 for West Ham, 6.7 for us. So as, as near as damn it. Um, corners, 50 we've conceded. And do you know what? Last three games, 27 corners, not one goal conceded. Yes, that new that new that new coach is is brilliant. And here, just for interest, courtesy of Opta, just a few comparisons. Um, and I have to say, I'm pleased when I look at that because all the green is on the right hand side. And there was a, wasn't that a song? See the green from the right hand side. I'm sure that was a song. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, I'm not doing X Factor. But as you can see there, I mean, you know, we are the better side, and it is, it's as simple as that. Um, Doug, uh, sorry, uh, Luke. I do think of you. I think of you a lot, mate, and I, I'm glad you appreciate it. I don't want you to feel left out. Um, we don't get a couple past anyone, mate. We couldn't score in a whose house. Charlie, I guess you're a, I guess you're a West Ham fan. Uh, and Doug, oh, is this a joke? I have a feeling Captain America never lifted out Thor's hammer unless he absolutely needed to. Probably because the captain didn't want to steal Thor's thunder. Doug, I really ought to time you out for that one. I really should. But I'm going to give you one of these instead. Um, that is awful. But look, hey, look, that is the... Um, those are the stats. He's here. He's in early. First time I think he's been early in his life, I've got to be honest with you, um, according to his dad anyway. Jake from West Hamlet Official. Good evening, sir. Uh, good evening, Chris. I was just I was just wondering who you who you were um who you were um referring to there. I'm never late, I'm always here. Are you? Yeah. Mm, not, 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 not sure about that. But anyway, welcome along, sir. Uh big West Ham fan. Uh do a lot for West Ham charity, the DT38. Where can people find you? Give a shout out. Uh, yeah, you can find me um, on all the socials, with all the good ones anyway, Twitter and that's it. Um, you can find me at West Ham Unofficial <laughs> on YouTube uh, and on Twitter. For all the latest West Ham news, content, interviews, reviews, vlogs, all of that sort of stuff. And of course, plenty of other charity work as well. West Ham Unofficial on YouTube. Brilliant. Now, I'm going to be outnumbered here because the two West Ham fans have turned up before. The Come on, here it is. You know, but uh, maybe maybe you'll turn up tomorrow. I don't know. But welcome in, Rob. Good evening, sir. I feel a, a deep sense of foreboding here, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the calm before the storm. Should. So you should. Rob, lovely to welcome you along. Lovely um, to here, Another Thanks West Ham invite. fan channel. Where can people find you? Links to both your channels are in the chat on YouTube, but just tell people where they can find you. Yeah, you can find us on YouTube. Our full title is Forged from Iron West Ham United, but you'll probably just get as far as putting Forged from and you'll you'll find it from that point on. If you want to find our socials, we've got a Forged from Iron Facebook page. We're on Twitter at Forged Talk 
and we're also on Instagram and believe it or not, TikTok. My that's down to my daughter. She dragged me into the the year twenty twenty two. She said you got to get a TikTok for it. So <laughs> oh, you love TikTok, Gates. Okay, so you love it. I'm still you know, figuring it out, mate. I gotta be completely honest with you. You know you Chris can get is on TikTok that, as well. You? Say that again, Chris. You know you can get a cream for that, don't you? Uh, well, we'll have to if compare you, if notes bad, after. If you've got a bad case of TikTok, you can get we'll, the we'll compare notes afterwards once once Jake's out the way because it might not be a conversation he's comfortable with. So you know, well, this is true. At an age, you forget he's ten, don't you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. Can I just say, and I'm going to have to apologise to you in advance. Well, no, I won't apologise. What I'll do is I'll bring the um, W O O in the Woo, the wise Ooh. old owl. Craig, good evening, sir. Thank God you're here. I was being outnumbered. <laughs> Hi, guys. Got, How you doing? Hey, we've Craig. We've got the good. West Ham Massive in tonight. Yeah, it looks like uh, it. I'm not too sure about Massive. We're definitely yeah, not Massive at the minute. Definitely not Mediocre, you'd be about right. Yeah. Actually, no, that, no, that looks better. That's more like the league table, West Ham underneath us. Uh, Goal difference, Chris. That's thanks, it. Chris. Don't. Goal difference, but who matters? You are below us at the moment. And can I just say, I have to apologize. I've had a they said this is the fourth show today, and I've been having a few computer glitches going on. So occasionally, there's for some reason, there's another show keeps clicking over. So, what have you downloaded? <laughs> I know what I is know, it now? Little, well, to be honest with you. It's it's football porn. I'm not going to lie, but if it, if it does happen at all, it, I'll, I'll get rid of it as quick as I can. It just keeps popping up every now and again. I don't know why, but every now and again, this just just keeps popping up. I can't stop it. <laughs> what can you do? Now I was I was on a few West Ham channels uh, the other night. Believe it or not, um, having a laugh uh, and. The, 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 the locals seem a bit uh, restless, gentlemen. I mean, Jake, David Moyes, is his reign coming to an end? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I stand at the moment, to be honest with you. I think, you know, I think the game on... I think the uh, I think the game on Saturday will be make or break for Moyes. He is he is under increasing pressure. And I did say before the game, if he if if we did lose against Blackburn, I think that would be him gone. He stayed. Um, he has um, he has he's remained in charge. And if we do lose, I think then the board are left with no no other option. But I I'm an optimistic West Ham fan. Um, I always try to be, but I struggle to find any optimism for this. To be honest with you, I don't see where goals are coming from. I don't see where. I don't see where we're scoring. I don't see where we're getting points, and it's worrying. I can't lie. You're probably p- playing us at the at the best possible time. To be honest, we've got little Cox in. Big Cox is here. Richard, how are you? Welcome along. Um, only here for the West Ham. Make the most of it, mate. Next season, you might be there for the Huddersfield and the Lutons. And oh, far be it for me to gloat. Uh, and Forest fans, but tell me, tell me, Rob, your thoughts on it. I mean. I, I I thought you did really well when you when you came up and you I think you were one place before us in sixth. Um, you did really well last season. We fell off quite badly, but you you carried on. You had another good season back into Europe. The, you seem to be suffering this season with what we suffered last season. Yeah, it's it's kind of difficult to put my finger on it. I've got to be on it. Steady, Charlie. Steady, Charlie. <laughs> I know where you live. Um. Yeah, it's it's. 
I, I, to be honest with you, I think that the problem is, is that we have just been, it, it's really as simple as saying it's, it's our conversion of shots to goals. If you look at that graphic that you had before you pulled Jake and myself in, mm. if you look at the conversion percentage, it's about 10%. I mean, that's low. That's really, really wasteful. There it is. 10.26% uh, conversion rate. You're, you're nearly double that. Well, there's yeah. the problem. There's the problem. We, it's not that we're not creating chances. We're just not converting them into goals. And that's the problem. Defensively, look at that. Goals conceded 15. Now, that's pretty respectable. The, mm. I think we played 14 games, 15 yeah. conceded, something like that. That's tight. The problem's not defensively. The problem's going forwards. We've yeah. got We've gone from a situation where two seasons ago, a lot of our goals came from fullbacks getting forward, overlapping the wingers and getting quality balls into the box. And we were profiting from that. That's gone. We ain't, we've not got that, those buccaneering forward running fullbacks that are getting quality balls into the box. Mm. We've also our, our set piece game, which two seasons ago, we got a set piece. We got a penalty, not penalty, obviously, but free kicks and corners. And Craig Dawson's a threat from this. Antonio's a threat. Socek's a threat. Zuma's a threat. Ogbonna's a threat. You know, we had multiple, multiple threats. Now, I mean, the game yesterday, the final kick of the ball was a corner from us. And it, it probably was probably more troublesome to the people that were in the Billy Bond stand on the far side. <laughs> You could was, take a better corner, Gatesy. Honestly, I could. I could with both my feet tied together. It was pitiful. You, you but unfortunately, what? that's I, been us for a while now. I'm sat here and I'm finding it really hard not to... I know, it's so difficult not to look smug at this point. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no need for that. No need for that. All there is. You, you took the piss out of us last season. <laughs> I, I wouldn't You've got say all your I took in the, the world, piss. Chris. You wait till tomorrow night. I'm yeah, yeah, we will. We will. Craig, we, we're kind of started off with the opposite problem. You know, goals mm. haven't been a problem. Nobody scored more goals than us in the bottom half, but only two teams have conceded more. But these last few games, since the, you know, the, the new set piece coach has got his feet mm. under the table... We're getting all clean sheets every week. Yeah, I think uh, since that Spurs game, the 6-2, uh, I think we've been pretty tight from there on in. I think mm. even though, you know, we lost 6-2, there was never a 6-2 game. And I think the I think they took a bit of confidence from that, to be honest, that they they took the game to Spurs, particularly in the first half. I think we, we were probably the better team and deservedly went in 2-2. Mm. Um, but then also, you've got players who were... Um, uh, sort of always going to start suddenly out of the team. You know, Ndidi, um, Johnny Evans. Now, I would say they're two players who slow the play down, which means if you slow the play down from defensive areas, then you're going to be under pressure. You're going to turn the ball over in dangerous areas. We've now got players in there who move the ball a lot quicker, you know, and forward and are looking for incisive passes. And I think that has been the big change, as, as well as obviously the um, the set piece coach. But I think we've got people who look progressively forward and quicker, and we get out of our own half quicker, still keeping possession. And I think that's the other change that that I've noticed happen. 
And like I say, 27 corners conceded in the last three games, mm. not one goal scored. I mean, no. last season, that would have given the opposite. Well, look at West Ham when we played you last season. Um, I think we were beating you. There was a corner kick in like the 93rd minute. Rodgers brought on Vestergaard. You scored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was Char- Charlie here. He's not He's not a happy hammer, is he, Charlie? Um the problems we're having are nothing to do with Europe or fixture congestion, in my opinion. We've barely played first teams in Europe, especially away. It's more we've become stale, predictable and shit at set pieces. We're not Charlie, even as good as don't shit. Don't sit on the fence. Just come out and say what you think. But Charlie, are you are you Moyes in or Moyes out? This what? is going to be the time, isn't it? And Jake, I'll come to you first. This is going to be the time. Europe... When most managers, every said this is when they're going to, the decisions are going to be made because they could sack Moyes. They've got a week or so maybe to find somebody, but I'm sure they've probably got somebody in mind. But then they've got this whole World Cup four or five weeks to get in with the players that aren't going to the World Cup, get to know them, and then they're back in time for the kickoff, Boxing Day, and then the January window starts. So there's going to be a lot of managers looking over their shoulders. Do you say, seriously, if we beat you tomorrow, do you think that's it for Moyes? Yeah, I think it's um I think it's good night for Moyes if we lose on Saturday, to be honest with you. I can't see I can't see a reason why or or how anybody could justify him staying at the club, to be honest with you. It's just it's just only going down one road and I don't see I don't see what Moyes has got in him and whether his whether his stubbornness and everything else is gonna get ourselves out of this sort of rut we've got ourselves into now. And yes, it's not ideal going into this World Cup break, but if we can if we've got somebody in line perhaps um that we could bring in uh, funny uh, for the players um, for the players don't worry 4-1 I'll tell you what that Antonio Cutter will be coming out tomorrow night don't you worry <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if there's if there's somebody in mind there then I'm sure that we will go for who that is I haven't got a clue I'm not paid to work out who that is but hopefully if we do do that um, we get the we get the right man for the job and then we go and, and we play currently top of the table Arsenal on Boxing Day 8 o'clock uh, as the first game back and then we've got the transfer window and then I don't know I don't know Chris um, it's a it's a strange period where I'm not quite sure what's around the corner and if we beat you I think it might it might hold Moyes on until after this after this break and then we might reassess things towards the January transfer window but I can't see any justification of why he should stay if we lose on sun- on Saturday. Rob, are you confident going into this as a West Ham fan? Hell no. Hell no. (laughs) Short and sweet. What what have I seen this season in Premier League football? Forget about Europe, because let's be completely honest, it's it's a poor standard competition. Don't get me wrong, we've not got a, a long pedigree of qualifying for European competition season on season, so we'll take it. But let's yeah. let's say it for what it is. It's a third rate European competition. Okay. Um you didn't you I don't know no, which is. one of you it knew is. it was, no, but one of no. you was saying what a lovely competition it was the other. No, listen, if we win if it, if we win it, I don't care. Fine, because you'll get into the Europa League next season. But your bread and butter is the Premier League. Yeah. And yeah, at the yeah. minute yeah. we're sleepwalking into a relegation battle. Let's look at the games that we've the teams we've beaten this season. Aston Villa, who are struggling. And that was a deflected goal deflected from Pablo Fornell, yeah? yeah. And we were we were getting battered up to us up to about the first the the, the interval. Um, we've beaten Bournemouth, another team that's struggling. Um, 
We've beaten Fulham, who were a promoted team from last season. All right, they've started well. Um, and then the other team we've beaten is, is Wolves, who is another team that's struggling. So of the four teams we've beaten, three of these are teams that are struggling. So it's not like we can look at the sort of like the wins sort of column and go, well, yeah, we've beaten Manchester United. We've beaten Liverpool. You know, we've beaten teams of sort of like the, the upper echelon. So it will come good. You know, it's just a case of we're, we're beating teams that are, that are struggling almost as badly as we are at the minute. But the difference is, is that these teams didn't spend 180 million quid in the transfer window that's just gone. We did. We've bought Italy's number nine. We've bought Brazil's number 10. And I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but in the game against Crystal Palace, Lucas Paqueta, in his first game back after an injury layoff, made double the amount of challenges, of, of tackles, as the next West Ham player, which was Craig Dawson. Paqueta made six tackles. Brazil's number 10 is playing a Steve Lomas type role. Are you for real? We paid 50 million quid for this geezer and you've got him playing as a tough tackling midfielder. Something's desperately wrong here. Do you know, I, I never, I, <laughs> Craig, please take over. I never thought this was the way that this show was going to go. You know, you know, if you I, look I mean, at the start of the season, you think, well, yeah, right, that one might be difficult. The Man City one I thought this one was going to be like, yeah, if I've got to have them on, I've got to have them on. But like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> this is like, we, you problem is we don't have much luck against West Ham, do we? I mean, who who have you lost to this season? You you've told us who you've beaten. Who have you lost to? Everybody Man else. United, uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. Man City, Brighton. Chelsea, Brighton, um, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Who else, Jake? Um, that's it, isn't it? That's enough. Okay, Forest. but so, I mean, at the start of the season, let's say, you know, you were looking mid-table, let, let's say. Obviously, you know, you were hoped higher. Uh, apart from Palace and Brighton, Brighton are doing pretty well. You've beaten the teams you should have beaten. And you've lost to the teams that you probably thought you would lose to. So how far wrong has it gone? I mean, it's, you you see it's so like more than just results. It's, it's not just that. the results. It's the, it's the it's the quality of football that it's coming out with. It's just it's just painful week in week out. It's past around the centre backs back to Fabianski might push up the rice back to Carroll whoever, and it's just it's just slow and painful. And it's like going back to about. Five or six years ago, when we had who was it, Gatesy, Reed, and um, Reed oh, and Tompkins there, just passing you, it around. You, you, haven't, you didn't sign Johnny Evans when we weren't looking. I was waiting for that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm going to say that Craig is the chairman of the Johnny Evans fan club, um, along with Terry, who is the secretary. Yeah. I knew you were going to say that, Craig. I knew it. But we've been there. We've seen it. You know, yes. as yes. I said earlier, you know, I, I noticed the change when Evans and Ndidi were out of the team because we move the ball quicker. We get out of trouble quicker. You know, if you're if you're passing it around the back, you're just inviting pressure. And if you're not good enough to get out, then you're going to turn the ball over. And that's the problem, particularly if your midfielders are not doing the job. I mean, surely Rice should be the one making all those tackles. The 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 sort of eighty million pound superstar, not Paqueta. He should. Um, I mean, to be fair, I he's had a few performances this season where he's probably been 
below the standard that we expect of him. And I think Jake would bear me out on this. I, I don't know whether it's the, the burden of responsibility of captaincy now falling firmly and squarely on his shoulders alone. I mm. don't know whether it's that. I don't know whether it's the fact that he became a father a couple of months ago. I don't know whether he's had half an eye on the World Cup. Um, but to be fair, he's he's still operating at a, at a very good level. I mean, it's, he, he played a game against Manchester United the other week at Old Trafford. I, I thought he was outstanding in that match. He has, like I say, he's he's not been quite as, as consistent as... He has been in the previous couple of seasons. I'll grant you that, but he's he's still a wonderful, wonderful player. I think I think with Rice and everything that Gates has mentioned there, I think is I think is bang on, and I think it's also because of the fact is that we have been a little bit um, weak and um, weak at the back as well because we've had to put Kerr in at centre back because we've had various injuries there, and I don't think Moyes feels as comfortable without Dawson there perfectly, which um, personally, which I think leaves Rice having to having to sit just that a bit more, which leaves a huge gap then between a Paqueta and a Rice. There's a big gap in the midfield between attacking midfield and defensive midfield because Rice is having to sit so deep because the centre-halves are having to sit so deep. It's 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 becoming a worry that Rice isn't being able to um, get forward as much. And um, and I think he's probably had an eye on the World Cup as well because, you know, who wouldn't? He's never played in a World Cup. He's, what is he, 23? He's reaching the prime of his career. He'll be wanting to go to that World Cup. There's no doubt about it. And yes, he hasn't been as good as he has been in the last few seasons, but Gates, I'm sure you'll agree, he hasn't He hasn't gone below a 7 out of 10 all season, bar one or two. His yeah. his average think, games don't go below a 7 or a 6 out of 10, and that just shows yeah. the class he has. I think even when he's a 7 out of 10, I think because we judge him by such lofty standards, yeah. you, you, you could t- I've seen reviews on... on certain West Ham fan YouTube channels where they're marking the players out of 10 and they'll give an assessment and they'll say, oh, I didn't think Rice was quite at it today, da 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 7 out of 10. And it's because we've just become so conditioned to Declan Rice being an 8, 9 out of 10, sometimes a 10 out of 10 player, that for him, a bad game is a seven out of ten. It's this is this is what you're talking about. He he really is one of the best midfield central midfielders in world football. I would say that there's only a handful of CDMs in in below world football Madison, that are ahead of him. I think, I think just below Madison. He's not a defensive <laughs> mid though, is he? Well, he he can play wherever. He's just whatever position you put him in, he's just good at it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> just Craig. I mean. <sighs> This could be us talking from last season, couldn't it? Or even the start of this well, season. Well, yeah, definitely. I was going to say, you know, and repeating the same things that we said earlier on, that it only needs players to have a dip of 5 or 10% from the levels that they were at. And you're in trouble if you've got two, three, four of those doing it. Bowen has had a very slow start and sadly he's paid for it by missing the World Cup now. Um, I think Ben Rama was always a little bit hit and miss. You never knew. You might get one in three out of Ben Rama. And then four nows. The same. You've got a, what appears to be a lot of players who on their day are great, but you need all of them to have the same day, that day at the same time. And if you've got three or four who are dropping off, then it's very difficult for someone like Rice. And, and we saw it. You know, with Madison, with Tielemans, you know, we, we said they they dropped off. But sometimes it's when you look in front and what you've got to pass it to, 
you know if everything's static in front you're not having that movement then it can make them look bad um what i wondered about and somebody put that question up there i thought scamata was going to do well this season he and i still think he will do he looks like there's a player there but is moyes trying to prove that he was right in buying him and sticking with him to the expense of, of Antonio? I'll let you go first with this one, Jake. Oh, um, I think the issue we've currently got with Skamaka is that we've bought in a Paqueta, who, yes, who's had a, um, who's had about a three week break and um, with a sort of, with a sort of shoulder injury. So we haven't seen, we haven't seen for a, for a prolonged period of time, sort of a Paqueta and Skamaka link up. We're not getting close enough to Skamaka and we're seeing the same sort of, um, same sort of sequence of games and, um, and appearances to what we saw from the striker we bought a few years ago in Sebastian Haller. We're not getting, we're not getting anybody close enough to him to impact the game because by you know he's a he's a big geezer you know he's a big striker but by no means is he an Andy Carroll lump it up to him and um and get somebody playing off him to win those headers he is he is very much uh on the on the floor who 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 can win who can win balls in the air but I think he thrives with the ball at his feet more we're not getting anybody near him we're not getting any service to him and that's because we just seem to be defending too much when we do get the ball we're so sloppy in possession and we can't get it up the pitch enough to get it even close to him and so that's been the frustration with him um and with the team and yeah that's that's really it i did a, a video a little bit earlier today oh, yes. because well no because the thing is it is i think it's very much a chicken and an egg situation it's it's what came first because Jake will bear this out. An awful lot of the time, when we win possession, our first pass is sideways or backwards, which allows the opposition to get themselves back into a defensive shape. Mm -hmm. Instead of it being, right, okay, I've got the ball, bang, play it forwards, right? And I had this conversation with Duke, and he, he turned around and said, but it's because they're not, showing for the ball. They're not sort of like losing the marker and going into a pocket of space ready to receive the ball. But it's like, but was it, which happened first? Did we stop passing it forwards because the players up front weren't going into position to receive it? Or did the players stop going into positions to receive the ball because they just got so fed up of, you know, going into those positions and the midfielders or the defenders were going sideways or backwards. So in the end, they're like, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? It's like, which which happened first? I mean, we had, a, sorry, Chris, I was going to say, we, we had a, a similar thing and, and I've been quite critical of him this season and towards the end of last season with Vardy in that he has become very static and just pretty much stands in between uh, the two centre-halves and won't make the channel runs uh, anymore. And, and it's the same thing, you know, you know, a midfielder looks up, he needs to see something to play the ball. Otherwise he's just playing it into open space. Um, or, or, or as you say, you know, is Vardy looking for Tielemans and giving the eye or whatever, but we, we, we've gone through the same thing. And I must admit, I thought Antonio was one of the best lone strikers in, in the Premier League, you know, for someone who just ran the channels and allowed you to get up the pitch and everyone else could catch him up. But it's almost like you, you're you becoming a, a team of one-season wonder players. And, and I wonder, you know, Bowen had a great season. You know, he, he's dipped. Um, uh, Felipe Anderson, dare I say, 
another one. Oh, crikey. You know, a great first season, again, just disappeared. You know, and um, I th- there was another one that came to mind. But th- you seem to have a few of these who, who who have a great season and then it just dips. Suchek, sorry. Suchek, yeah. well, I mean, what a goal-scoring midfielder he was on his first season. And again, and I don't know whether it's being coached out of them. I've, I've had the same conversation about uh, Grealish, that he's had his flair coached out of him. You know, that he's told to now... You know, if you can't if you can't pass it to someone, or, or don't try and beat someone and risk losing it. So every time he'll check back and he'll lay off an easy ball. And you do wonder whether sometimes people get overcoached, players get overcoached into a system, and you lose the flair. Yeah, the creativity's coached yeah. out of them. You're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, with Socek, I mean, he's he, his form and Bowen has been the elephant in the room because it's. And again, I'm I'm fairly sure that that Jake, you'll you'll agree with this that the that they their form has been patchy at best, and I'll, I'll use a, a mild uh, sort of like um, curse word. It's been crap. Sorry, Jake, but I'm, I'm sure sorry, you've heard yeah. that <laughs> word before. Um, is that, is that, is that in, of you in the main shit? and anybody yeah fair enough but i mean anybody else in the team let's let's be completely honest if if jared bowen was was Saeed ben rama he'd have been out of the team the form that bowen has been in it's been really weird and the only thing i can think is that david moyes became fixated with jared bowen going to the world cup Quite why I don't know. It's it's like you're the West Ham manager, and and that's the first thing. The second thing is you're Scottish. Why do you give a monkeys about a player going to a World Cup for England? But he would just play him and play him and play him and play him, and his his form has just gone off a cliff, and it's it's difficult to know why. Socek, Socek's never been a great passer of the ball. His no. passing stats have always been bang average. He. His role changed a season or two back, though, because it, it became Declan Rice was more pushing on and going box to box, whereas and then Thomas Socek would have to be the shield. Whereas before that, it was Declan Rice that was the shield and Thomas Socek that was making the, uh, yeah, you're right, Charlie, that was making the forward runs, making the late runs into the box, getting on the end of, of you know, and he got 10 goals in that first full season um, from, from that position. He doesn't play that role anymore. He's he's purely dip- Gonzo on Hammers chat when he does the um, the player ratings on the Patreon uh, channel that they've got. He turns around and says, "I don't mark him. I don't judge him as a midfielder anymore. I'm mm. judging him as an auxiliary defender because he his passing's crap. He doesn't score goals anymore. Um, but he defensively, when we haven't got the ball in terms of his headed clearances, in terms of his tackling, his interceptions, brilliant. When we've got the ball, totally useless. Might as well not have him on the pitch. Yeah, and he's right. And I think, yeah, and I think what Duke said a little bit earlier on about the sort of um, Declan Rice experiment where Rice uh, went forward for a bit and left Suchet sitting massively, massively didn't help him. And we saw at some stages last season with Suchet where Rice came out at a side for whatever reason, suspension or a minor injury. Suchet looked 10 times better. It was so strange. And this season, I think he's just he's just gone from 
bad to even worse because you know his passing is just getting even worse. And on Bowen, I think the I think the credits in the bank, and you mentioned about Ben Rama there. And if it was Ben Rama, he'd be getting slated um all the time. And Bowen's not really been getting that. I don't know if that's a credit in the bank or whatever, or whether we just want to see him just go on because we want to get him uh into the England squad. But I don't hey, know. I'm just I've gone three nil to Leicester. You've gone two one. Do you do you fancy changing those now? Because I think I'm I'm, I'm edging to all five six nil at this rate. <laughs> the, thing is, oh. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, sorry, Craig. One second. Have you got to go, Jake? I have. Is that all right, Chris? Yeah, that is all... fine. Um, very very quickly, one last question if I can, because this is a player I feared. He always seems to do well against us. Uh, I think Moyes might start Antonio this weekend. You think he will? Um, he's he played both games this week, I believe. I think he played. Did he play? I think he played. I think he played a bit of the Palace game and he played on Wednesday. So I'd be surprised if he did. I I would I would presume Skamaka would start, but I think I think most West Ham fans would love to see a bit of a change of maybe Skamaka and Antonio up front together. That will never happen. But I'd be surprised if Antonio starts. He will come on for sure, but I'd be shocked if he starts. To be honest with you, I know you've got to go. So thank you so much for coming on. Score prediction? Oh Christ! Um, I'm I'm gonna go nil nil because I can't see us scoring. And I pray we can hold you out. No, oh, I'm liking the sound of this. Like I said before, your link is in the description below on YouTube. But just tell people where they can find you. You can find me. Um, oh hello! Uh, you can find me over on West Ham unofficial on YouTube for your latest West Ham uh, content, vlogs, interviews, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, thank you very much, Chris. Uh, go and check Forge yeah. for mine as well. You know, brilliant. I and do... I will see you tomorrow at seven. Jake. See you tomorrow at seven. Cheers, yeah, guys. That, that sounds wrong. Wrong. My ego. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> see you, lads. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, guys. Bye bye. Thanks a lot, mate. Uh, and there was three. There was three. Sorry, Craig, I did jump in there, but I know that uh, Jake had to go at half. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I, I, was, I was trying to count out. I'm, I'm not sure about West Ham. I was trying to count how many players Leicester are going to have going to the World Cup now. And I wonder if it's going to be like a game of tag rugby that nobody really wants to go in for a challenge. And the only thing that worries me is I've got a sneaky feeling that Madison took Bowen's place in this squad. And... Uh, I'm sure he'll be having a word with Declan Rice saying, just go and nobble him, will you? <laughs> what about? I actually, I, I had, uh, we did a prediction show, and as you know, I have Steve Lyon, the ex-player on, and I actually asked him, and I got my head chewed off a little bit. So I said, if you know that you're going to be like, there's a big cup game or coming up, or, or there's, you know, an international you've been picked for, the professional players kind of think like, oh, if there's only one game to go, maybe I shouldn't, you know, go in for that tackle. And in fairness, as I would have expected him to do, he bit my head off. Do you think there's going to be a bit of that, Craig? I, I, I mean, I hope not. And, and I would expect that as soon as the game starts, you know, you, you just get carried away in the game. But mm. you've got to wonder if there's a last-ditch tackle to be made where you might get hurt, whether you, you'd be thinking twice about it. I mean, you can get injured, and we've seen so many of our players get injured innocuously. <laughs> Most of ours get injured by the ground. It seems to be, <laughs> yeah. you know. I think I think Barnes, um, JJ. I think a lot of ours have just had muscle injuries or ruptures. Ricardo, oh. another one, just when they've landed. So you can get injured that way. Yeah. But I, it surely it's got to be in the back of your mind. Well, JJ is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, sadly, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. so we, we're again the defensive curse 
strikes. But but Rob, I mean, neither of us are particularly dirty teams, are we? No, I'd like to think not. I'd I'd like to think we both teams are, are going to approach it in the right fashion. But saying about when you asked Steve Linex the the question and he he chewed your head off. To be honest with you, I mean that it, it depends on the player. You know what I mean? Mm. That that would have been Steve's attitude to playing in his day. But mm. there will, I'm sure, there's going to be players, whether in the game between West Ham and Leicester or in another game. I'm sure there's going to be a, you know, even for a split second where someone has got the ball and they can see someone coming out of the corner of their eye coming in, you know, they're, they're probably going to sort of like be thinking, Oh shit, I got a a world cup. I'm on the plane as things stand and someone, you know, someone or pulling out of a challenge. There'll be a situation I'm sure where someone, you know, pulls out, maybe doesn't go as full as, and, full bloodies as they would otherwise i'm i'm sure it happens I, I'm, I'm really worried for, for madison to be honest because of all the players if you're someone who takes the ball on the half turn then then you invite challenges and yeah. uh I, I can't i can't think that i'd want to watch this game to be honest because i'm thinking every time he goes into a challenge or someone goes for him he's going to get injured and it's been such a thing i was Yesterday, I was feeling really angry when all the rumours were coming out that he wasn't going to make the squad. And just because, you know, he's a young a young lad, a young player who should be at the World Cup. And I'm so pleased that he is. I'm pleased for him. But it just, uh, you know, it would be an absolute uh, disaster, I think, um, if, if he picked up an injury in this last game now. Talking of the other end of the scale then, Craig, because I, I wanted to ask you earlier... Um, you was you mentioned about Vardy, and we know that you know he's coming towards the end. And, and this season, we're going to see a change of the guard. I think with Daka, you know, De- I think we've seen it already. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. two goals on um, mm-hmm. midweek that will not do his uh, confidence any harm. They were, and I know it's only Newport. No disrespect to Newport, but um, it was they were. It was like the old Vardy, wasn't it? I, it was the new. It was the old and the new Vardy. Uh, I went down. I went to the game, and right. um, I was saying I was talking to Scott during the game, particularly in the first half, that it was appalling. <laughs> it was, and I, I thought, you know, th- this is the Vardy. Mm. Vardy finished, and then he pops up with two goals and and typical Vardy goals. But before that, even against Newport County, he was so static, it was ridiculous. But again, you know, it's sort of feeding into into what you were saying about which comes first, the chicken and egg. When Tielemans and um, Albrighton came on, he seemed to have the confidence to make the runs, you know, that he knew the ball would come in. If Albrighton's out there, he knows the ball's coming in. Uh, So he he makes the runs. But in the first half, he was really, really static. But that would have done him the world of good. And it, it wouldn't surprise me if he starts him, to be honest. I've got to just say, Rob, here, I'm just checking... The highest player from either your team or our team that's that's fat made done fouls this uh, this season, Thomas Suchek with nineteen, and he's only in thirteenth position. So I don't say hopefully touch wood we're not going to see players that players stretched off. Um, if Vardy doesn't start, and I'm I'm, I'm guessing he's not going to start. Does that, as a West Ham fan, you know, do you think great, or, or do you still think, oh shit, well, there's still Daka to come on? 
Well, I'm a big Jamie Vardy fan, but I, you know, you guys watch him more regularly than I do. And as you've just said, Craig, there, there's there's a changing of the guard happening. You know, Jamie's coming to the end of his career. And as you say, Patson Dacker is the one that ultimately is going to be handed the bat on from, from that point onwards. He He's still a magnificent player, though. I mean... You, you said, he, yes, it was Newport County. He got a brace. Um, maybe his movement isn't quite what it was, but he's, like I say, he's getting on a bit. So that I can forgive him for that. Am I glad that he's not going to be starting? Uh, probably, yes. But then again, as I say, Pats and Dak has no mug. And I'm fairly sure that Vardy will come on. And, it, you know, if, if you need to get a goal, either to seal the deal or to, to get a a late equaliser or whatever, and Jamie Vardy's coming on the pitch. I'm not going to be happy to see him, see him coming on, to be perfectly honest with you, because all it takes is just a split second, a misjudgment at the back, bang, he'll be on the end of it. Craig, and again, just looking here, the most fouled players in the Premier League this season, so players that have obviously been taken down, been fouled against. Uh, fourth place, James Justin. Yeah. Uh, fifth place, James Madison. So <laughs> you're mm. probably right to be a little bit worried. Um, I, I am going to be. I am going to be watching the game like that tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> thinking like, please no. And that at least, like I say, I don't think West Ham are a particularly dirty, dirty team. But uh, I'm just seeing Rice isn't on the. I'm down to number twenty four, and I can't find Declan Rice, Rob. He, to be fair, when he when he puts a challenge in, he's he's very very clean at winning the ball. Oh yeah, no, this really... is this is being fouled. He's, oh, he's, being he's, fouled, being fouled. Yes. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean, I, I, and this is I don't mean to sound sort of like big headed or anything, but to, to be fair, an awful lot of the time, people, most central midfielders, I can't get near him. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. So that really doesn't surprise me. Yeah, um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall number forty-seven. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just put the youth team out tomorrow, shall we? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> we probably lose what? to them as well. Do you know what? I'm going to. We lost to Blackburn Reserves yesterday. Let's have it right. <laughs> you know when they say, "What's your favourite film?" and "What's your favourite?" What's your favourite um, <laughs> pre-match preview? It's going to be this one. <laughs> Mind you, I've got to be careful because last time I interviewed a team before a match that was this confident, it was Newcastle, and I think they beat us four-one at the end of the last season. I'd, I'd take a scruffy one-nil in the last minute where it comes off of the goalkeeper's ass. <laughs> when we all, but who who's gonna who's, who's who should we be worried about? Um, who should you be worried about? There must be somebody. Well, De- Declan's the obvious one. Yeah, because he can he can dictate the tempo of 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 the match for us. You know, I I think that if he if he plays to his <laughs> standard, and and I'm talking eight nine out of ten sort of thing yeah. or above. Maybe he might inspire the others to to pick their socks up, perhaps. Um, but to be honest with you, everybody else they're just they're just so devoid of confidence mm. at the minute. They're just they're just. It's really difficult to put a finger on exactly where the problem is. Like I say, um, because the problems are many. There's not. I wouldn't say there's one single thing that we're doing wrong. 
there's many things that we're doing wrong. It's it, the old, I think it was a Clive Woodward saying, I don't think we need to improve one thing 100%, but we need to improve 100 things mm. 1%. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, just Charlie says there, Dakar's pace versus a seventy-four-year-old Dawson. Craig Dawson is it? Wasn't he the future Bobby Moore? <laughs> no, you're that? misquoting me. You are <laughs> misquoting me. You mischievous sod. <laughs> I don't think I am. I uh, <laughs> go back and have a look. You are misquoting me. <laughs> I, I just seem to remember that you saying that he was as good as Bobby Moore. No, maybe. I didn't say he was as good as Bobby Moore. I but didn't yeah, say. I said that he did. I, I basically what I said. In case anybody's watching, I basically made the comparison. I made the the observation that the similarity between Dawson and Bobby Moore was that neither one of them ever relied upon pace. That was it. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We'll clip that bit out later. Don't worry. We'll edit it out. Yeah. Thing is, when you look at the table, if either of us win tomorrow, we could be out the bottom half. Um, yeah. If Liverpool and Liverpool didn't do us a favour, Craig, against um, Nottingham Forest, they didn't no. do us a favour against Leeds. They only just beat Derby for us. If they can't beat Southampton tomorrow, and you think that they would. Um, Southampton could leapfrog us if, if, if West Ham managed to beat us. Well, I mean, you've you've got the the danger of the the um, the manager sacking bounce, haven't you? Um, I believe yeah. I believe Jones is now in, in place. Yeah, there. by all yeah. accounts, I think he's accepted yeah. it, hasn't he? Yeah. So don't know whether um, he takes over. Or he takes over. I think it's the Wolves manager takes over on Monday, doesn't he? Uh, I thought I thought the yeah the Wolves manager is have to you know when, once the World Cup starts or or the, the, this part of the season is finished I think the world uh, the Wolves manager hmm. uh, kicks in. But, He's not confident, is he? <laughs> He's not. But I think you know I think that won't be an easy. Contest. I I think I don't think Southampton were as bad as they they were. They just needed freshening up the same as we needed freshening up. Um, West Ham need freshening up. You know. We've said it so many times, football's cyclical, isn't it? It's sort of three seasons and you need a bit of a freshen up. You either do it through the manager or you get some new players in. We seem to have managed to come through our sticky patch. And it's rare because managers don't get a chance to put things right these days. So no, I no. I, I get a feeling that regardless of, of what happens on Saturday, I think they'll stick with Moyes and, and just see what happens Um uh, once we return from, um, I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, look where we were earlier in the season, and I think, I think Top kind of looked at it and went, I wasn't able to back Brendan in the team mm. because of FFP, etc. So he couldn't, not that he didn't want to, but he just mm. he just couldn't. So I think that's why he's maybe given him that extra bit of time. And you, you know, you're looking at somebody, and I, I can, as you know, I write for the BBC. Mm. Uh, Leicester City page, Tuesday Talking Point, believe it or not, every Tuesday. And, like, you know, if you go back four or five weeks, that my, the title to my piece was Rogers, get out of our club now. Now, <laughs> now this week, we're in like, yeah, maybe Top knows a little bit more than I do. Not saying well, we're I'm, football fans. Yeah, what I would say is, and I think I said it after the Spurs game, uh, and, I, and I keep referring back to that Spurs game 6 2 looks awful. And you know there were uh, there were chance after that game. I, I, I managed to go to that game. What, what I said after that game and subsequent games, as it's turned around, is 
the players were playing for him. And I think that's an important thing. They weren't playing particularly well. They were playing without confidence, but they weren't going out there, going through the paces. You could see that they were still playing for the manager. And I think that's a really critical point. Uh, if it comes to a point when you can see that the players aren't really putting it in, then you've got a problem. And I, I don't know, you know whether you could accuse West Ham players of that. And if so, then that is a little bit of a problem. I like I say I don't think we, we're, I can accuse him of a lack of effort because as I say we are creating chances we're just not taking them. I don't know what David Moyes has got them doing at Rush Green. It doesn't look like that they're finishing drills. It certainly ain't set pieces as as well because our, like I say our set piece routine has gone completely out the window. So I'm not quite sure what they're doing on the training pitch. But as I say I think. He needs to get working on set pieces again, get that part of our our game functioning again, and work on the finishing. And well, they used to, <sighs> I mean, they used to say with they used to say with strikers, didn't they? You know, a, a striker wouldn't lose his ability, and as long as they're still getting into positions to score, that mm -hmm. will come back. And if your team is still creating chances, you would think that at some point you'll start putting them away. It's when you're not making chances, I think, is a real time to start worrying. Yeah. Yeah, and I say we the, the the graphic that Chris had up earlier kind of illustrates the problem. Ten percent conversion of shots mm. to to goals is is pitiful. Yeah. Uh, David says here, Chris. Let's be fair. The one signing we did make, Faze, has made all the difference mm. in the world. Uh, so how wrong could Brendan have been when he sold? Only said we needed refreshing. Robert, you're quite right. It's a fair point. But I mean, you know, Faze has come in. <clears throat> I mean, staying on that 6-2 loss to, to Spurs, he was our man of the match. <laughs> he was, a, mm. you know, a defender. Uh, I think we've got to give some credit to our set-piece, new set-piece coach, mm. Lars Nussdun. Um, he, he's over in the World Cup, or he will be for with, with America. Uh, he's Danish. He, I mean, I, like I say, 27 corners conceded in three games, Greg. Not mm. not one goal conceded from a corner. Mm. That is That is, like, unbelievable. And... If West Ham are that bad at set pieces, the form that Madison and Tielemans are on at the moment, just get loads of free kicks, lads. Yeah, I mean it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I mean, you look at some of our goals. You know, we've got, you know, we've had a couple of decent wins, but you take away Tielemans, you know, worldies, and and they're different games, you know, because he scored them at important parts you know i think walls we went on and played well and we're having a lot of shots you know are we creating clear-cut chances I'm, I'm not sure i think we, we're just having peppering the goal a lot more uh, and i think that's come from brendan i think you know he said in a few interviews that you know he wants us to be a bit more ruthless and, and have some end product you know you can't always cut teams apart maybe i don't know whether you're trying to overplay a little bit um because I've seen teams try and do that. They, they all think the Man City, you know, can walk the ball in the net these days. But you can't beat just having a shot and it ricocheting off someone. You know, they all count. Yeah. I mean, look, looking at that, I mean, West Ham, 52 shots on target, uh, Leicester 63. Uh, West Ham, 133 off target, 102 for us. So, I mean, it, it's not exactly miles but, I mean, apart. More what shots, more corners. The, yeah, the one thing that that stuck out for me though was, um, oh no, we've had more, we've had more shots. Yeah, 
um, but they've had more corners. Yeah, but um, overall, thirty-three off target as well, though, yeah. Chris. Well, yes, yeah. Yeah. It, so it, overall, it, you've had more. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what yeah. you mean. Yeah. Uh, the big thing I think for me is the the attacks. You know, Rob, mm. you've had one thousand two hundred sixty-two. Don't know how they work these things out, and um, we've had uh, one thousand four hundred fifty-six. <laughs> you, you you mentioned it, I think. I don't know whether it was in this chat or whether I was on, you know, listening into yours earlier. Where are, are you doing too much passing about at the back? Are you not getting it forward and having to go? Is Ward? Yeah. Should you take a picnic onto the uh, pitch again at the weekend? A book, something like that. Um, yeah, like I say, we're just we're just fanning around with it at the back too much. It's like I say, I'm, I'm sure you'll watch the game and. It, 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 uh, listen, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that maybe David Moyes will have heard some of the YouTube channels or in the newspapers or anything. Some some way, somehow, he's hearing the disgruntlement from, from the, uh, the West Ham fans about the fact that we're just not getting the ball from back to front quickly enough. I think it's and Charlie he's been listening to. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Um, but, you know... Hope, hopefully, hopefully you'll watch the game when it unfolds on Saturday, and mm. there's there's a there's a flick of the switch, and we do get the ball from back to front, and hopefully we turn you over. I'm you know I'm I'm sorry, lads. Um, apologies, but it is what it is. But hopefully, yeah. and then you'll come back to me and go, what the bloody hell were you on about? You you was you was getting the ball forwards early, and the, and yeah. I'll turn around to you and say, mate, that is not how we've been playing this season. It really <laughs> Can I just say, if you turn us over, I am unfollowing Jake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's never only dead. the end of it. Um, thank you for coming on, uh, Rob. Let, let's no, just no finish with yourself with some score predictions. Oh, Brad's dear, gone um, two 0 uh, I've gone three uh, nil. Craig's gone two one. Jerry Taggart's gone two one. Steve Walsh has gone two one. Uh, Ian Marshall's gone one one. Ian Wilson, good choice for you here. He hasn't voted yet. <laughs> Steve Linux has gone one nil to you because he thinks reverse psychology. If he predicts you to win, you'll lose. And it did work a lot last season. What what do you predict the score is going to be? Head and heart. Give me two results. Uh, my heart says a scruffy, boring, turgid 1-0 win. That's my heart. Yes. My head says something completely different. The form we're in at the minute, it's not good. And my heart, my head says West Ham 1, Leicester 3. Whoa, right. I might nip down the bookies on that. <laughs> um, can you... Uh, I will thank you for coming on. I did, if you can, I was watching your show the other day and you had a very good graphic up about... Oh, yes. To, you you yeah. sent me a message and I never, I, to be honest, I only looked at my Twitter DMs I, this yeah. morning when you sent me the, uh, the what's name. I know you, um, you were a what, WhatsApp man. Was, um, what was it you was referring to exactly? What is it? Just if you can send me a link because uh, it looked quite impressive. Oh, um, is that the one that I use post-match? Yes. Talking about? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you in the DMs. Oh, brilliant, mate. Thank you very much. Rob, it's been brilliant to have you on, especially because you've, you're not very confident. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Invited me on as a sacrificial lamb. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome, mate. But 
it's always great to have you on. We have a good relationship, uh, as you said in Likewise. your chat the other day. It's always a pleasure. Just say where um, where people can find you. It is in the description below, but just give all your socials a quick shout out. Well, after the match, you might well find me jumping off of Tower Bridge, potentially. But beforehand, <laughs> you'll find me and Duke, my channel partner, yeah. at on YouTube, Forged from Iron West Ham United, to give it its full title, or just Forged from Iron, you'll find us. If you want to find us on our socials, you'll find us on Facebook, you'll find Forged from Iron on Twitter, we're at Forged Talk. And also, we've got uh, sites, uh, pages on uh, Instagram and Twitter, uh, Twitter? TikTok as well. Well, good luck. Be sure. I mean, if you like, if it's just football banter, it's great. Do do go and follow uh, uh, Forge from Iron, are a great channel. It was nice to see, uh, nice to see Duke in, Crocs and all. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Really, open best. toe sandals would be be sort of like these next thing. I, I dare say. No, are you going? By the way, are you going to the match? Uh yes, I I, I will be going for uh, purgatory. <laughs> Enjoy That's it good. as much as you can. I'll try, mate. Look after yourself. Take care. Boys. All the best. Take care. Yeah, uh, thanks to Rob and to Jake earlier for coming in. Uh, he's a laugh. He's a great lad. Mm. He's a great lad. Um, do you think they're right to be so worried? I don't know. I mean, it's difficult. They they watch them week in, week out. Uh, you know, the same way as we, you know, we can be critical of of our team when we watch them week in, week out. Mm. But I think there's definitely something, you know, amiss there. You know, they look pretty solid the last couple of seasons, but you know, they have had two decent seasons, and and it, and it is cyclical. And and you put all your money on, you, you know, bringing in a couple of players, and if they don't click. You know, then you you sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place. You've got a thirty million pound striker who you don't play, or do you play him in the hope that eventually he comes good? So, you know, it's 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 a tricky one for them. But you know, I think they'll stick with Moyes, and I don't think they'll be um, in any relegation trouble. To be honest, no, I think they'll, I, I, don't, I, think I think they'll I think they'll end up mid table and and probably very similar to us. Yeah. I, I, I think there's three worse teams than West Ham yeah. in that in that league. Uh, I mean, I could say I, I, I'm not denying that I, say I was very much mm. Brendan out at the start uh, of the season, and I think the results gave me, you know, uh, the option to say that. Um, we are fickle football fans. To me, and I've turned around now and said, like, no, no, you know, Brendan... What what we know now, when we only found out, let's be honest with you, at the Man United game mm. when Top did his notes uh, about you know the FFP, the money, etc., yeah. etc., et we didn't know that at the start of the season. By then, we'd had the horrendous start. Mm. But if Rogers, with everything that's gone on, um, can get us top ten, then mm. I'd be happy for him to have next season as well. I think so. You know, and I'm, I'm not just saying this now, but I, I was. Um... I was trying to see a, a broader picture and 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 not being the devil's advocate, but I, I was saying that you know if he'd come out before and said the squad needs freshening because he'd seen it, and then he wasn't allowed to freshen it, how much blame should he take? And he should definitely take quite a bit of it. Let's be fair, you, you're the manager. If it if it's not your fault, then we could all be manager, couldn't we? So you know yeah. you have to take some of it. 
But I guess he's tried to rectify it. He's looked at problems. They've brought in the set-piece coach. That seems to have worked okay. He seems to have got a settled side. Hopefully, people who have earned the shirt keep the shirt, even when people are fit. I don't want to see Johnny Evans come back in. I don't want to see Indeedy come back in. And and who'd have thought you'd be saying that, to be honest? Um, they've got to earn their right to, to, to have the shirt. And I think in the past, that's not been the case. Players have got straight back in. And then what does that do to the confidence of the player that you just kicked out who's been doing decent? So totally. I'm hoping that, you know, that, that he'll he'll do the right thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, we're all Leicester City fans at the end of it. And we would have all wanted Rogers to turn it round and let's hope it continues. I mean, but let's not kid ourselves, you know, we're still at the wrong end of the table and there's still mm. only a few points in it and it could all go horribly wrong. But let's mm. hope that we've turned a corner. The Everton performance was one of the best all-round performances oh. I've seen for yeah. a long time, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, they had a couple of chances. And again, you know, we've been quite fortunate that, that teams have missed chances and we've scored at the right times and we've kicked on from there. But you do have to ride your luck. But we looked... Um, we looked like our old selves, I think, in that game. We looked dangerous. We looked to be playing on the front foot. And we looked like there was a collective desire to not give a goal away. And I think that's mm. been a bit lacking as well. Yeah. And, you know, look at the teams that we have just beaten. I mean, apart from Bournemouth, which you know, that went wrong. But, you know, Man City scored more goals than anybody else. We reflect, you know, we restricted them, I think, to five on target and a wonder. Yeah free kick to beat us, but we beat Forest, we beat Wolves, we beat Everton, teams that are around us that we need to be beating, you know, uh, but like you say, you know, we are literally only two points above, if the results go and, the wrong way. Yeah, but an, an aggregate of 10-0 in those games as well, you know. <laughs> yes, but you, you know, know so, I mean. Yeah, so 4-0, 4-0, 2-0, apart from the Man City one, so... yeah. Um, yeah, I mean everything's looking positive. I just, I, I just hope we can do it. And obviously, you know, from our perspective, the, well, from every perspective, the World Cups come at the wrong time because it should be in the summer. We all know that. Yeah. But for us, in the reign of uh, form that we're in, it has come at the wrong time because you want to build on that. Uh, so I hope that this interruption to the season doesn't cause us any issues. And um, totally. You know, and I hope we. I hope it's one of those cases of. Uh, of uh, you know all our players going off and we're sort of pulling out the old Falklands um, quote that we counted them all out oh, and we counted them all <laughs> indeed. back. Indeed, I mean for for somebody like Forest, it's come at a great time because it's going to give all their players a chance to that haven't gone away to hopefully gel. David asks there, what do you think is the main reason we have had issues with West Ham over the last few years? And, and we have, I mean, you know, if you look at that there, we've played them thirty times. They've got more wins than us. They've won more at home. We've only won four away. They do seem to be a bit of a bogey team, but sometimes you just do get that with teams, don't you? You do, yeah. I mean, we've been bogey teams for other teams. I think West Ham, a lot of times we've allowed ourselves to be bullied out of games with West Ham. You know, Antonio knocks us around a bit much. Yeah, you know, be I'd be happy to if he doesn't him. play tomorrow. Well, true, but I'd like to see him coming up against uh, Fast, to be honest, because I don't think he'll yeah. get, you know, you know what he may have gone. If I was Antonio and I was playing, I'd be pulling on to uh, a Marty, that's for sure. But I think we've been bullied uh, quite a bit. And um, 
but we have had some decent, you know, results there as well. Yeah. You know, last yeah. few haven't been bad, but um, I think we are. West Ham may be the, the a good team for us to play, as you said. They're not overly physical at the moment, which means we should be able to to play our football. Uh, and yeah. if if we if we're allowed to play our football, I think we're a better football inside than they are at the moment. I, I am quite confident going into tomorrow. More confident than obviously early in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we always end with this, um, yeah. and I, um, I'm just thinking, and I didn't prepare this. What formation you would like to go for? Well, that, I mean, that's what he's going to go for, isn't he? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I can't see there being many changes to be honest, but um, well, well Ward, warding goal, I think, isn't yeah. it? It'll um, be warding goal. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Danny Ward, there we go. Not James Ward Prowse. He no. won't do much much good, will he? Um, uh, no. Right back. Well, okay. Let's let's do the centre backs first of all. I think I'm going to be in in agreement with you here. Yes, mm. Johnny Evans played against Newport, but that was midweek. So you and know, it was the old Johnny Evans. Yeah, but which the, the, which we the don't thin want. line between being, you know, looking for the pass and holding the ball up. I get what you mean. Hmm. But I agree 100% with you. Nobody walks back into this team anymore, no. you know. So for me, um, I, I, I've got uh, Amati. Yeah. And have I spelt that wrong? Oh, God. Here we go. There we go. Um, and Faze. Yeah. And and wasn't it great to see him get in the Belgium squad as well? Um, oh, I haven't seen it, has he? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel sorry. Um, Castagna got in and Tielemans Pratt didn't make it, which, I'm, which is sad. And I would imagine he's gutted. And, you know, based on his form last year when he, he was on loan, I think it was Torino, I'm sure he would have been in that. But his lack of pitch time seems to have, Paid against him, and uh, so I feel sorry for Pratt. Didn't get in, did you? Sorry, you didn't just say Tielemans didn't get in. No, Tielemans got in. Castagna ah. got in. Fast got in, but Dennis Pratt didn't. Ah, I, I think. Well, yeah, I don't know any more Belgians than that, but yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I think he was worth a shout. But there we mm. go. Um, left back now. Do you go with um, with, with long, young Luke Thomas? I think it'll be Thomas. Yeah. I don't think we've got an awful lot of choice, have we? Not really, no. Um, you know, he could, you know, he could potentially switch Castagna across and, and maybe bring in. Um, well, I mean, he could play a Marty at right back, couldn't he? Yeah. You know what? This is Brendan. You know, yeah. oh, I've got an opportunity to bring Evans back in now because I can move a Marty and play him at right back. You oh, wouldn't put it past think- him, would you? Yeah, no, no, no one put anything past him. Or would you think maybe Castagna over at right back and all Brighton? Well, I'm going to say that's the that's the other bit as well. You know that he could switch that over. But I think you know Luke Thomas. I think has uh, deserves a shot. It's one game before the World Cup. I, you know, yeah, he's he's still fairly inexperienced, but he, I, I think I, I think he, he deserves is, but a he's shot. Played in Europe, you know exactly. He, he scored against Man He was confident enough to tell Vardy to get out of the way so he exactly. could have a shot. Um, yeah. And I think if, if you were talking that you're playing Arsenal or you're playing, you know, Man City, possibly, but no disrespect with West Ham, 
yeah. Uh, we know he can do it. We know he can do it, you know. Yeah. Now, you, um, central midfield in the middle. Um, now, for me, I'm, 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 I'd be keeping Sumari in there, but I know you're, you're a bit of a Mendy fan. Well, I, I do like Mendy, and the reason I like Mendy is because I think it allows the front five to be more um, progressive. I think Samari isn't a natural defensive midfielder. I think mm. he looks to go forward. I think he looks yeah. to drive forward, which isn't a bad thing unless, you know, your other five forward players have all gone as well and then your back four gets exposed. So I yeah. think because we want those players to be forward thinking, then it, he gives me more... Um, I think he's a safer pair of hands because I think he's happy in that position. I don't think he'll play. I think he'll play Samari. But for me, I, I like Mendy and I would play him. Uh, OK. Uh, I'm just trying to find him and he's not coming up. Uh, on the left, Hughesbury Hall? Yeah, I think this will be... I, I don't think there'll be any surprises what's going on here. No, no. And to the right, uh, Yuri Tielemans. Yeah. Wants to say goodbye. Um I think he'll be with us till the end of the season. Yeah, me too. You know, I, I think you know, I think you look at this as, as Leicester and go, all right, if we sell him now, what we're gonna get? 20, 25 million. He mm. could be the difference between the staying up and not staying up. Yeah. And if we go down, it's gonna cost us more than 25 million, isn't it? So it is, yeah. You know. Um, okay, so let me just get back onto that screen. Uh Madison at the right wing. Yes, although to be honest, I'd I'd love him to be on the bench, but um, I, I, you know, I I wouldn't put a player before my team, but I'd just I'd be so gutted if he gets injured after forcing his way in. I, I really would, would, but yeah, what's you know, we should be thinking of Leicester before England. Oh no, we? that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, as I say, yeah. you can never put any individual player ahead of the team. No. I'd just be gutted. So yeah, he has to play, and he's been he's in great form, isn't he? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah, you know, uh, and I think he'd want to play to be honest with you, yeah. I, I no, think I agree. Um, and on the left, Barnes. it'll be Harvey, mm. not brain dead Harvey. Hey, again, I'm gonna but, say, I know you're not Harvey Barnes' biggest fan, um, <laughs> had noticed these things, and he's probably certainly in the same sort of box that you, you've put uh, Johnny Evans in, but a lot of people were calling for him to be in the England squad. Yeah, it's not that I'm not a fan of Barnes because he's been he's been really productive and you can't knock him. You know, you can't knock the fact that he's he's the one who always seems to be getting on the end of things. He's the one who has a lot of goal attempts. He's the one who's scoring pretty regularly. It's just that he could be so much more. I think that's where my frustration comes from. I think he could be even better than he is at the moment. Mm. But yeah, he, you know, he's playing at the moment and he's a threat, so... Yeah, he he is. I mean, he runs at the defence, doesn't yeah. he? And he gets, well, <laughs> a penalty if he's fouled, but they don't mm. foul him if he gets in the box, yeah. which means he can set somebody up. Or, and he, he scores he scores a few goals himself, let's not... Yeah, he does. He's, he's, yeah, I bet he's probably had more goal attempts than any other player in the last few yeah. weeks. Yeah, um, and if he does get fouled, nip over in Madison and, and take mm. the free yeah. kick, boy. Yeah. Where you, where you whistle, as they say. Mm. Um, now, for me, I would be starting Dakar. I don't know about mm. you. It's a tricky one because I'd really, really 
really like Ian Acho to get more pitch time. Um, but I'm just not sure that he can play as a lone striker. Um, I think he links play really well. He gets the ball into feet better. But then we've also seen him have games where it just bounces off him as if he's got legs yeah. like Douglas Barder. Um, so I think it's a tricky one. So I think on balance, you've got to go for Daka. But, you know, I really, I, I really I, I like totally, what Ian Acho brings. Yeah, I totally agree with what you were saying. Uh because at the end of the day, um, I agree, Inacho can't play on his own um, yeah. up front. But I do want, I'd love to see him just in, in more of a two. But then you've got to rearrange it, haven't you? And um, I think, yeah, I think, I think what that does. ball up. I mean, what he would do is hold the ball up for, for Barnes and Madison yeah. and even Tillemans to run on to. Yeah. But, Indeed. And and I think what Dakar does, Dakar does what Vardy does. He, he makes the, the the back line think twice about pushing too far up, yeah, because they don't want to leave too much space in behind, and then that gives our midfield players room to play. So, um, so there is a benefit to having someone who can threaten the back line. Yeah, no, no problem. Well, I think you've got a good. Well, I think we've got a good team there, and I think we are just starting now to see reap the benefits of that. Um, yes, yeah, consistent team, isn't it? It is. It is, yeah. and. I've got to be honest with you, I agree with what you're saying. Mm. For Forest, I think it's the right time for us. I wish it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but but there we go. Mate, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, it, this is the last preview for, uh, for five or six weeks. Yeah. But I'm sure we're going to have some quizzes lined up. We will indeed. Um, I so might you've, got the, you've got the next victim lined up, so uh, yes, yeah, you've just got to sort out all your Pokemon questions. <laughs> hey, you that, know mate. what? You know what? I've uh, Scott Scott grew up with uh, um, level one or whatever it was, generation one yeah. Pokemon, so this is in my ballpark, so this ah, won't be a problem. Nice and, one. and I'll probably pull in Scott for a little bit of uh, let's throw a couple of curveballs in there as well. I'll throw a couple of curved poker balls in. Hey, boom, boom. No, that's that. That is what we want. And uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you before you go uh, off for the break is because um, I think we mentioned this before, um, and that was home and away. Yes. Yeah. Now, I think I just couldn't do the, the 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 date that you'd got. Yeah. No. No, you are still happy to take on. Well, it's Mike who'll be Man United, right? Okay. So um, basically, you'll just need to know a little bit about Man United. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I, I live that far away that I should have a working knowledge of Man United. Well, exactly. You should be a season ticket holder. I should be, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thank you so much. I'll let you know. It will be obviously during the World Cup. Yeah, We've got cool. some, some clear dates. Uh, thank you so very much. No Let worries. me know when you're ready to go Pokemon hunting. And <laughs> well, uh, take care and I'll speak to you soon. All the best. Cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks to Craig there. All the best, my wise old owl. Good show there. I mean, those two guys from West Ham are always a good crack. I'm glad they're nervous. But then their nervousness is making me nervous, if that makes sense. Because I say last time I only played a team that was this um, confident at losing was was Newcastle uh, at that last season under under um, 
under Steve Bruce when uh, I think they did us 4-1. So, yeah, it's maybe maybe their nervousness is making me nervous. Guys, it's been the fourth time. I, need, I haven't eaten yet today. I need to go and get something to eat. Thank you so very, very much for joining in. Thank you to all the West Ham fans that have come over. It's been great to have you on. Whilst you're here, why not give us a sub? We do a lot of quizzes. Jake's in in the home and away quiz. He's through to the next round. Um, as is Rob. I've got two West Ham fans both through to the next round of the quizzes on Wednesday nights. So, you know, give us a subscribe um, and, and smash those likes as well. It is, but it would be much appreciated. And just ignore the Leicester stuff, <laughs> but I just don't do Leicester stuff. Um, I will see you tomorrow. I'm at seven o'clock. I'm on Jake's channel, and then tomorrow night, nine o'clock for the question time World Cup special. Uh, Charlie, it's been a pleasure to have you in, mate. Um, obviously, I hope that we beat you, but maybe not as badly as you think you're going to be beaten. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know I'm the same. All the best after the game. Click that subscribe button as well, mate. I'd love you. I'd love you if you did. I will see you tomorrow, like I say, seven on Jake's channel, nine o'clock back here for the question time weekly show. Take care. Thanks a lot to everybody who was in the chat. I will see you tomorrow. Don't do anything I won't enjoy now. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.